Support for WXAV is being provided by Bookies, an independent bookstore located at 10324 Southwestern Avenue in Chicago. Bookies has large inventory of new and used books for both adults and children across many genres. Bookies places orders daily for books not currently in stock. For more information and upcoming events, please visit their website at bookiesbookstores.com. You can also follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Support for WXAV 88.3 FM is being provided by Mozart Immersive, the soul of a genius. With music conducted by Mikhail Baryshnikov, this premier production uses AI technology woven around Mozart's music to create an immersive journey. Taking place at the Lighthouse Art Space in Chicago. For more information, please visit MozartImmersive.com. That's MozartImmersive.com. This podcast is being brought to you by WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. WXAV, bringing the best podcasts to you. Hello, everybody. My name is Connor Morrell, and I am here with Patrick and Henry. And today we'll be covering the 2023 Stanley Cup playoffs, the upcoming draft. We have drawn up a mock draft to go over today. The Chicago Blackhawks tank for Connor Bedard free agency period, and what to expect in the 2024 season. Fellas, what was your thoughts on the 2023 Stanley Cup playoffs? Uh, I'm going to say disappointing because, like, I, f- I feel like there's a lot of expectations for Boston and New York. Um, I'll even say Carolina. Um, but none of them really, like, exceeded their expectations. Although Carolina made it to the conference final, I don't believe that Carolina – just did well in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, they were yeah. they're kind of the fraud team of that uh, yeah, conference final. Mm-hmm. What's up? What about you, Henry? I don't know. I'm disappointed too. I mean, I was in for a good playoffs, and then you know, like Boston, like you said, disappointing. And the Stanley Cup wasn't much better, so you know. Yeah, uh, that first round was pretty exciting mm-hmm. for. Uh, just like upsets wise, because you know Boston Bruins had the technical best season record in recorded in NHL history, yeah. with a sixty-three win season, and then losing, they were up three to one against the Florida Panthers in the series in the first round, and then getting knocked out by the Panthers, and the Panthers making their uh, Cinderella run to the Stanley Cup Finals, and unfortunately losing four to one in the series to the Vegas Golden Knights. It's pretty unfortunate, but that doesn't mean that uh, Florida won't be back there in the next few years because they definitely have the potential on that team to make it pretty far again. You know, with star players like Matthew Kachuk, Aaron Eckblade, uh, Marshall. I mean, those are some great players. Marshall's a Vegas Knight. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. He won the uh, Consmite. Um, I think he did play for, for Florida, though. He did. He, he, yeah, um, he did. Deployed. used to yeah. play for Florida. Good catch, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> so, all of us uh, Blackhawks fans here in Chicago, very excited for tomorrow. That's for right. the uh, NHL draft in Nashville, Tennessee, where the Blackhawks should be drafting Connor Bedard, center from the WHL. Uh I, for one, am very excited about this upcoming draft and getting Connor Bedard. I want to hear what uh, you guys are thinking about this and if they, if you have any other opinion about drafting Connor Bedard. Well, I think the only concern I have is that I think 
the only reason why the White Hawks may not take them is because most stars in the NHL are centers, but they're also big guys. But Dart's a small guy, and but Dart has like a lot of skill. He can shoot. You know, he can. He's a um, incredible playmaker. You know, incredible leader. Um, Fantilli, same thing. But Bedard has a lot more skill. Um, I still go with Bedard, but I I would not be surprised if the Blackhawks do take Adam Fantilli. Yeah, Bedard is not necessarily the biggest guy in this upcoming draft. But also take a look at Tampa Bay Lightning legend Marty St. Louis. He was just a short guy on the ice, and he delivered every shift he was out there. And uh, obviously, based off what we've seen from the WHL clips and combine and stuff. Connor Bedard is, mm-hmm. I mean, far better than Marty St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Was St. Louis also first overall pick, or was he? Um, I'm oh. not sh- I don't believe so. But, you know, when you look at the difference between, like, Connor McDavid and Connor Bedard, Connor Bedard, for his size, has delivered a lot more at a younger stage, too, than uh, Connor McDavid has. Yeah. You also kind of got to remember is that you got to look at Bedard is that he he could come into the league and just kind of be that very good player because like remember a couple of years ago with um John Tavares, um where people were saying this the the, the next Wayne Gretzky the next great one and he ends up just being a very good player, so I, I'm not saying like that's gonna happen but you know there are some possibilities out there. Uh, Marty St. Louis was undrafted. He was signed undrafted. in free agency. Wow. Well, look at like Wayne Gretzky. He was an undrafted player too. He was just signed by Edmonton. Mm. So uh, pretty impressive for not being drafted by a team for delivering like he did and along with Wayne Gretzky. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the uh, free agency right now. Do we? Uh, who do we think's getting signed where? Uh, I have not been keeping track of the free agency uh, recently. Um, I'm trying to think who who's in the free. I think Ryan O'Reilly is a free agent, right? Ryan O'Reilly is a free agent. Yes, yeah. I was. I'm actually hoping that the Chicago Blackhawks pick him up because he had an outstanding uh season yeah. in Toronto. Yeah, I mean, like for the Blackhawks right now, this kind of goes to the free agency. Is that just signing these okay players is is perfect because you know you don't want to you know throw your your entire salary away at this one guy and then you know things go to the ground from there and then uh but so i think you know like yesterday taylor, taylor hall he's a perfect guy for bedard um, yeah that nick, was a great move yeah, by the hawks yeah, nick falengo he's a he's another guy that you can look at and say that's not a bad move although falengo's aging but he has experience and uh well, overall, I don't know what to say. Probably, probably like O'Reilly is who the free agent uh, I hope the Blackhawks would sign. Taking a look at the free agency right now for this 2023 season, Patrick Kane is a free agent. Ooh, uh, mm-hmm. New York Rangers maybe getting back on that or only they, they probably will. Only Chicago fans can dream. <laughs> Kane and Bedard. Technically, Jonathan Taze is a free agent this year, but I guarantee you he's going into retirement. Yeah, because of health health issue. That's sad, though. As we, it is sad. You know, that's part of our childhood. Yeah. End Jonathan. of an era. Yeah. yeah. As we just said, Ryan O'Reilly from Toronto, he is a free agent. Vladimir Tarasenko, 
from the New York Rangers, who they also just picked up last mm-hmm. year, is now a free agent. James Van Riemsdyk from Philadelphia is now. He is getting there with age two, though. Like This is a very old uh, free agency list. Max Passaretti, Carolina. Max. I, I, I doubt they'll resign him. He's old, too. Yeah. Passaretti's kind of out of his prime now. Milan Lucic is now a free agent. Lucic? He, I, I, I take Lucic. I've always had a you know thing with Lucic. I hate him so much. I do not like him at all. Matthew Dumba from Minnesota is now a free agent. Dumba, Dumba might, might be a little bit too expensive. Yeah, he is a very expensive player. I'm looking at his uh, cap hit right now. Yeah. It's $6 million. Like, like, the Blackhawks have money, but... I think they, they have, like, 38 they yeah, something. 30, yeah. No, well, uh, 31 now. Yeah, we got Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall. But I, yeah. I think we're only paying, what, two years, I think? Yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> and then they're going to have to play Falango and Bedard. So. Eric Johnson is a now free agent from Colorado. Eric Johnson. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Quick, Aiden Hill's backup. Huh? I think he should retire. Yeah, he's been around. How long has he been around for? Johnson? He's, he's been, been in around. the league for a while. What, 2009? Two, yeah, something. Early 2000s or closer to like. He's been around yeah. for a long time. He, he won two cups with the Kings, but. Yeah. He's been out of his prime for a very long time. Uh, Patrick Hornquist from Florida. That would be a, uh, I for, a re-sign. I, I, for a second, I thought he was still on Pittsburgh, but now he's in Florida. <laughs> and uh, I, I take Hornquist. I would definitely re-sign him. I say he delivered a lot this uh, postseason. Postseason, yeah. Yeah, I, I would definitely re-sign him. Dmitry Orlov from Boston. I don't think I'd go with that re-sign there. No. I think he might be stranded in free agency for a while. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to be too excited about picking him up. Patrice Bergeron from Boston. No. I don't I don't think that's a re-sign. No, I, I don't. I don't. I think Bergeron is meant to hang it up. Um, I, I agree. Him yeah. and Tay should definitely retire. They've been yeah. in the league for a very long time. Yep. Marshawn's kind of getting there, too. He's, he doesn't have much in the tank, either. Yeah. He's uh. They're both getting up there with age. That's for sure. Uh, ben Bishop from Buffalo. Ben Bishop's still in the league. <laughs> I, I, I completely forgot about Ben Bishop. I remember he used to he, he went to the final with the Lightning in 2015, um, which we beat him. But um, ever since then, and then he went to Dallas, right? After yeah, that, he, he was in he, Dallas he, he for was, a while. He went to Dallas, and then he just disappeared. Yeah, he was in Dallas for a very long time. He was starting in Dallas for a long time, too. Yeah. Uh, just traded to the Boston Bruins. Tyler Bertuzzi is now a free agent. I don't think they'll be resigning Tyler but Bertuzzi. I can see, but I think Boston might resign Tyler Bertuzzi because I think because uh they want to think you, you get rid of Taylor Hall and because remember Boston came out and said they want to um, Bertuzzi over Taylor Hall, so I think that. They, I don't think they're giving Bertuzzi a big contract. They won't be giving him a lot of money, but yeah. But I think that they, I think Boston does want to resign him, but you know, I I think that the Taylor Hall and Flango Trey was just a a cap dump for Boston. Yeah, I mean, I would if I was Boston, I would consider signing Bertuzzi, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't make it like a top priority resign or just in free agency. Because he general. did pretty well in the postseason last year. He did. He didn't play the whole season in Boston, though. He played yeah. majority of it in Detroit and before the deadline. It was like right at the deadline they traded him to Boston. 
who else do we have here? We have Thomas Tatar. That is another old name in the league. He used to be Thomas on. Tatar. He yeah. was on Detroit and like the Blackhawks dynasty in the 2010s. So he's he's up there in age too. Tatar was on the the dynasty for the Blackhawks. No, he was on Detroit when the Hawks were on their dynasty. Frederick Anderson. I think he should. Frederick. The goalie that used Wait, to be. Wait, hold on. Is, is it Frederick or Craig? Or are those two different goalies? Two different goalies. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw one Anderson play. There's so many Andersons in the league, so. Yeah. Like... Uh, he's up there at the age, too. I wouldn't resign him. I think it's time for him to lace up the boots. Yeah, I think the only free agent in that category if I resign is O'Reilly and maybe Hornquist. But other than that, I think everybody's just kind of up there in age uh alexander killorn from the tampa bay lightning i would not go with the re-sign on that one because tampa bay i you know they weren't Tim bad Bay's, Tim Bay's you know. they weren't terrible in the regular season but come postseason man they just totally choked i mean we all remember their three-year run to the stanley cup final yeah, you know that was, but they didn't really think about it. The first two years they played n- no worthy opponent teams. They played the Dallas Stars in 2020. Dallas was a good team. They weren't outstanding though. It was a very easy win for Tampa. Well, they did take two games. Am I correct? Yeah, they did. It was four <laughs> two. Um, the Montreal series was just pathetic. yeah, we had yeah, Montreal. I mean, I am. I love the Montreal Canadiens, but you know that whole 2020 COVID season, where they were playing different divisions with the Canada teams with their own division. You know, Montreal was good for their division, but I wouldn't say that they were Stanley Cup worthy contention. And just the Tampa Bay Lightning were at their peak, and they were just doing amazing. And then come two years ago against. Colorado, which I don't like either of those teams. Really? Oh, man. You, you never like Colorado? Well, really? you know, I am a Hawks fan, but my dad is from Detroit, so. There are a couple of teams in our division that I like. The only teams that I really hate in our division are Nashville and St. Louis. I but would strongly agree with that. Like, everybody else is just mad to me. Like, I, I, I love Dallas. Colorado is just kind of. See, I I love me. I love Detroit too. Like it's like picking a favorite son between Chicago yeah. and Detroit. Yeah. You just can't do it for me. The White Hawks Detroit rivalry is dead. So I mean, it, it was never really a big rivalry to begin with. It was more of a fan based rivalry than it really was player. Well, in the in the eighties, in the eighties, it was a big rivalry. It was, it, St. Louis and Chicago was always the more physically on yeah. ice hatred. The players, yeah, yeah, right. each other more like that. Brett them. Hall, like that. Chris Chelios, Bob yeah. Probert, they Bob all hate Probert. <laughs> Man, he was. God rest his soul. He yeah, was. You know, he was a. Uh, I think a couple of years ago, not, not a couple years ago. I think during the time in the NHL, he, he couldn't he couldn't go to Canada because of. Uh, they had a warrant off for his arrest. Really? Yeah. He did a lot of dumb stuff. And yeah, he was... Uh, when he was playing hockey. Yeah. I would just like to add that I hate every St. Louis team, including the Blues, but I can't stand the Cardinals either. Oh, I, thank God you said Cardinals. that. 
See, I'm not a Sox fan, but I mean, I, mean, I, I never I, uh, Cardinals just kind of okay to me. I, I'm some baseball teams I really just don't care about. Cardinals are obviously one of those teams. But. Well, I'm wearing a Cubs hat and Cubs yeah. jersey right now, so that pretty much tells you how I feel about the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, the thing is, I'm not even a Cubs fan either. Yeah, I'm saying I, mean, I hate the Cubs or uh, not the Cubs. <laughs> I, I don't mind the Cubs, but uh, I hate the Cardinals. Yeah, St. Louis Cardinals. Yep. And then there's just some other, you know. Like old free agents, not not necessarily old, but like Tristan Jari from Pittsburgh's a free agent now. Cam Tebbelt from Ottawa is now a free agent. Pius Suter is now a free agent. Ryan Graves is now a free agent. Um, this is, Max Domi is now a free agent. Max Domi, I, I tell you, resign Max Domi. I think the Hawks should resign. I Max think we should resign Max Domi. I don't know how that will. Uh, I don't know if that'll actually happen, but, you know. Oh, oh, boy, Corey Perry. I hope no one signs that clown. I cannot stand Corey yeah. Perry. Yeah, I remember last year, he, it was against the Flyers, and I think Tony D'Angelo speared him. Yeah. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I don't know why you do that. Uh, I mean, I, D'Angelo kind of a big rule on that. Well, he also got kicked out of the uh, Winter Classic game when he was in Dallas. Yeah, for the hit on Akon. Yep. Yeah, on Akon. Yeah. I never liked Akon. I never liked. I never liked Akon at all. So I wrote up a mock draft this year, and I want to know what you guys think about the first ten picks in the first round. Ten that picks. Put okay. Down. Okay. Okay. So, for the first overall pick, Chicago Blackhawks, obviously, we're taking Connor Vidar, Connor Vidar right. center from the WHL. It would be disappointing if they don't take him. That would be a total waste it, if it, we didn't take Vidar. The, the city would track down Kyle Davidson and find him, and God knows what happens then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. n- second overall pick for the Anaheim Ducks, Adam Fantale. Yeah. The, the first three picks should yeah. be on target. Yeah, yeah center, University of Michigan, played absolutely amazing in the NCAA. Yeah, Fonto is a remarkable player, and I think he, but the problem is that If it big. weren't for Bedard, he'd be the best in the draft class. Yeah. Three, also, no-brainer, third overall pick, Columbus Blue Jacket, should be taking Leo Carlson, Leo Carlson from the Swedish Hockey League center. Yeah. I mean, he is another outstanding player. Uh, fourth overall pick, I think the San Jose Sharks should take Will Smith. Will Smith. Center, he played in the IIHF under-18 league. He did outstanding in that tournament. I was very impressed with what I saw from him. Uh, the fifth overall pick, Montreal Canadiens, I think should take Matt V. Michkov, right wing from St. Petersburg, I, I, Russia. I think it's a... Oh, God. I'm trying to spell his name out. It's a Mitev, I think. Mitev? Mitev Michkov. It's spelled differently from how it sounds then. Hmm. But uh, he won't be coming into the league next year, though, if he is drafted. How old is he? Well, it's not that he, it's not an age thing. His contract in the Continental Hockey League is through 2025, 2026. So whoever drafts him, which I think would be the Montreal Canadiens, I think they'd have to be waiting a few years, which I don't know if that's a, a risk that a team like Montreal would be willing to take right now. But Does Bedard have a, a contract still with? I, Bedard would be coming straight into the league next year. Hmm? He would be starting in preseason for the Hawks. Yeah. That's exciting. I, I let him. I let Bedard play until like 
if I'm, if I'm like Kyle Davidson or anybody else, it's like, okay, hey, if he's not doing well, let's just send him down to the Ice Hogs. I don't think he'll ever get to that point. Yeah. <laughs> Henry's face kind of agreed with me on that one. I yeah, don't think he's ever going like down. That, yeah. I don't know. I think the floor for him is uh, a good player. I feel like Bedard might kind of might turn into that, that Jack Hughes type of player. You know, the, uh, uh, Hughes, because his first year, remember when he was drafted, it was like Patrick Kane, next Patrick Kane. And then, like, he started to grow. And then, like, he just becomes a superstar by the start of what, last year? And then, you know, the last two years, but yeah, I, but Dard, I'm not again. I'm not saying that anything's gonna happen, but you know, but there's possibilities out there. Like, I don't think with Dard, like his his first game's gonna have like Austin Matthews Day. You know, the four goals. Yeah, for Austin he, like, he's not gonna have like, he's not gonna have that. It's just, he he may he may have it, maybe not. But you know, people are saying that he might he might get what 50, I have him game 20, 30 goals next year. For Connor Bedard. I could see 30 goals. I think points in total he'll probably have a 60-point yeah. season. Yeah, uh, yeah, 60-70 point season. Yeah, I could see that being reasonable. Because he, he can pass, too. I mean, he's, right. He's, he's an all-around all player. Yeah, he's a playmaker. Kind of Taylor Hall. So. Right. Uh, For the sixth overall pick, I have the Arizona Coyotes taking David Reinbacker from... Uh, it doesn't state where he's from. But he is the top available defenseman in the draft this year. Hmm. And keep in mind, the Arizona Coyotes also have two uh, first-round picks. So they can easily still get that enforcing forward, that power forward, in later in the first round where they really need some solid defense because the Coyotes, they have been a joke for so long. Aren't they moving, too? They're moving, right? Uh, it was rumored they were going to move to Houston. Yeah, but uh, they came out saying they don't plan on leaving Arizona anytime okay, soon. Yeah, yeah, good because there there are a lot of like, just drama around that team. Uh, yeah, over I mean, the off season, and yeah. they're not just very good, and they haven't been good at all. They haven't been good. The same goes I, for, like the well, Buffalo Sabers. They like, do have Clayton Keller, which I saw play one time, and I'm telling you that they that kid's gonna be a, a future star. I mean, he's the way he passes, the way he scores, you know. The only like outstanding player they have is uh, former Blackhawk Nick Schmaltz, who I, say outstanding. I <laughs> met him one time, and really? he is not a very nice person at all. Really, I was what? not a fan of what? him. What do you do? He's, he was so. There's these yearly like Blackhawks conventions downtown, and I went to one. And I met like uh, Chris Kunitz when he came to the Hawks Chris for a Kunitz. little bit. Yeah, I remember Chris Kunitz. I met uh, Alex DeBrinket. I met. Corey Crawford, I mean, I met like uh, Brendan Manning, who was here from one for like one year. I do not remember Brendan Manning. He came from uh, Philadelphia, I want to say. And uh, no, I I met Nick uh, Nick Schmaltz, and he just like didn't interact. Just kind of kept his head down, signed the puck, and then just like next. I I was I wasn't impressed by uh, meeting him. Uh, Seventh overall pick goes to Philadelphia. I can see them taking uh, Ryan Leonard, right wing, from the IIHF tournament under 18. He was another outstanding player I saw alongside Will Smith, so I wouldn't be surprised if Philly ends up taking them or him. For the eighth overall pick, which is Washington. Washington? Yeah. I could see them taking Axel Sandin. 
Pelika. Listen, man, I don't know. He's another Swedish player. He's I know a, five uh, players in this draft. And everybody else, I just don't know. I don't really care about. Uh, he is a defenseman from the uh, junior Swedish hockey league. Junior Swedish. Got a lot of Swedish players here and Russians. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much NHL, that and the Canadians and then some Americans. Mm-hmm. Ninth overall pick going to the Detroit Red Wings. I can see them taking Matthew Wood, who is a uh, right wing from Connecticut. Yeah. Which uh, I think that might be a risky pick for Detroit, but you know they Steve Eiserman at GM he was a risk he's a risk taking general manager because look at Detroit fans were so upset in 2019 when he drafted Maurice Sider in the first round and he went on to win the Calder uh, Trophy Calder's Trophy is the Rookie of the Year yeah okay, yeah and then in 2015 when he was still GMing for the Tampa Bay Lightning. He had drafted Braden Point, and people were livid when he drafted Braden Point. But now I'd argue he's the best player on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, I mean, he does. I mean, Kucherov, well, if, if he stays healthy, he's probably the best player. And like, Yeah. And Stamkos. He's old. Yeah. But, like, he, he could still perform. Stamkos is still. When he's, also, when he's healthy, though. Because look back to oh, yeah, their he, Stanley he, Cup he, run. He, has, he was out. That was 2020. Even uh, 2021, though, he really? wasn't fully active. He was. I think that might have been Kucherov. Kucherov was. Kucherov didn't play until the playoffs began. Yeah, that was Kucherov, yes. Yeah. And then for the 10th overall pick, St. Louis Blues. Boo. Uh, Tom Willander, defenseman, also from the junior Swedish Hockey League. Yeah. You know, I don't really care about yeah. St. Louis. Yeah, Blues are kind of. I hope he busts. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I don't wish well for the St. Louis Blues or any St. Louis team for that matter. Uh, and then last but not least, what to expect in this upcoming 2024 NHL season. For, uh, for the Blackhawks or just for every— Just in oh, general, like, who do, you, who do you guys think is going to go to the Stanley Cup Finals this year? Um, you know what? I'm going to say it. I said it for multiple years, and it's probably going to be the New York Rangers. New York Rangers? Because because Kane and Tarasenko kind of came in late, mm-hmm. and they didn't have time to gel. So I think, you know, I think next year, I think they'll be ready. Um, I think for the Blackhawks, I think they'll have a better season because with Bedard and Taylor Hall on the team. But I still kind of have them missing the playoffs. Yeah, I don't see them making playoffs soon. Yeah. I think, you know, what they're probably going to do in the next upcoming years is that if Bedar turns out to be their, our true number one, the true number one star, then I would talk about trading Taylor Radish and Lucas Reichel to get a number two. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can go. I don't know how I feel about that. Hmm. What do you think is the uh, Stanley Cup looking like? You know, uh, I think if the Bruins have another season like they did last year, maybe resign some of their players. Um, I think, no. <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. No. Yeah. Well, uh, it may happen, but it's a very. They had a good regular season, but then they kind of just choked it in the playoffs. Yeah, your season's kind of a failure if you did not do well in both seasons. <laughs> well, I, we'll see. Yeah. 
I already have a firm prediction of both teams in the Stanley Cup Finals. I think it'll be the New York Rangers, like you said. They'll have more time to gel together. They'll make some moves in the season, get some quality players. I mean, they could even get Ryan O'Reilly in free agency. I don't think they're going to have the money. I I mean, unless they throw him a low contract and he accepts it because of how built their team is already. Yeah. And he just just wants to chase that cup. Then uh, I could see him signing with the New York Rangers. And I see the Edmonton Oilers going to the Stanley Cup Finals. See, that's what I was gonna say, but then I decided to be controversial. They have they've been in the run for quite a few years. They've been going, except for this last season, they went to uh, the semifinals yeah. against Colorado, yeah. and then the Rangers went against Tampa Bay two years ago in the Stanley or Conference Finals. I- I think to me with Edmonton is that they they have to go out and get a goaltender because their their goaltending yeah. is just a mess. I mean, you know. Well, Aiden Hill from Vegas is a free agent right now, but I guarantee yeah, you I Vegas think, resigns him now. Yeah, I, I, I would. I, obviously, they they have a pretty good defensive side. Evan Bouchard, I like Evan Bouchard. Yeah. Um, is Tyson Berry on the team still? Uh, I don't think. I he think is. he might be in the free agency. <laughs> yeah, so I think defensively. They're getting better, but goaltending, they, they need um, they need someone to step in. Yeah, I mean, they they definitely need some patches to patch up first before yeah. they can really make that Stanley Cup run. But, you know, offseason pretty much just started, and you have the regular season to make those uh, necessary trades. Yeah, it's the trade deadline coming. Right. So. so, I mean, there's time for Edmonton to improve this team and make it to the Cup finally. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened, you know, and uh, I'm just looking forward to this upcoming season. Yep. Um, a lot of exciting stuff going on. There's going to be a lot of changes to every team. I'm excited to see Connor Bedard perform. I'm excited to see Adam Fantilli perform. I'm excited to see Leo Carlson perform. I'm excited to see Taylor Hall. Yeah, I'm excited to see Taylor Hall. And, jersey, so. Yeah, and him and Nick Felingo. I'm excited to see them in the... Uh, red tarps and uh you know this this is going to be a uh this is a new league this year there's been a lot of changes within mm-hmm. the last few days and uh with vegas getting their first stanley cup it's kind of showing that youth in the nhl is starting to take over and they're making their dominance and uh i'm just excited to see what they have to bring this year mm-hmm Let's just let's just see a solid season from the Blackhawks. Doesn't have to be anything great, just solid. Yeah, I mean, I'm not looking for a playoff run or anything, but I'm just hoping that they get that. Uh, just start to get some momentum going for the next few years. They start really yeah. you, getting stuff going. Do you and, bring, uh, maybe bring in some guys? Maybe I don't know. I'm just hoping for uh, a not a massive improvement, but not a small improvement. Something in the middle. Yeah, I mean, definitely try to look out for Ryan O'Reilly. Do, do you try, if you're the Blackhawks, do you try and intentionally tank again next year for the top a top five pick? I would, I would, I wouldn't make that decision off the gun. I would see how the first few like month or two is yeah. of the regular season. Yeah. See how Bedard's doing. Yeah. See I, how Taylor Hall's connecting with the team. Nick Valingo. You you bring you bring up uh, Kevin Korzynski. Um, bring him up to the big leagues. You got to now. Cause, yeah, because yeah, we're we're running out of guys now. Yeah. Oh, here's a question: Who do you think the Hawks are gonna make captain? I I think they go with Seth Jones. 
Damn. Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, it's either that or it's probably going to be Murphy. Connor Murphy? Yeah. I've met him before, too. He, he's a nice guy. But, uh, you know, he's a very... He's kind of a dirty player, though. Murphy? He's got suspended quite a few times. Connor Murphy has. He's got suspended against the Stars a few years ago for a uh, just <laughs> blindside hit. He's a uh, he's definitely an enforcer out there. He's he brings up the energy on the team, but I don't really know if he's uh, captain material. I would yeah. Seth, I, Seth Jones. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Seth Jones is kind of a safe choice. He hasn't really performed much, but he's kind of that veteran-ish player on the team. He's he, Older. I remember I was at Blackhawks game a couple of years ago, and it was the, no, it was like a, the year where we signed Seth Jones, and they were losing, and every, that was the year where everybody was just upset with the contract, and I was livid with the contract. I hated it. Yeah, and I yelled out eight years, seventy six million dollars, and everybody turned around to say, "Praise me!" So, because <laughs> like. I, I just don't know why you signed eight years with the guy, man. Yeah, especially with a guy at that age, too. I mean, I mean I'm going to be out of college when this guy's gone. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I've had fun talking about this upcoming season with the Hawks and just NHL in general. And, uh, yeah, I think we've all had some great opinions, some mm-hmm. same, some differences. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, catch up with you next time. Thank you very much for listening to this WXAV 88.3 FM podcast. Be sure to visit our website, WXAV.com, for more information on your escape from ordinary radio.